Hey everyone, Robert here, writer and producer of Atlas Avenue Beat. If you enjoy this podcast and want to check out some of our other content, we have a lot of other audio dramas we produce here at Seven Lamb. We have Paralyzed, which is a horror fiction. We have uh, End of All Hope, which is a sci-fi apocalyptic tale. We have Story, which is a drama comedy. And we have Cop Doctors, which is a pretty raunchy comedy. Uh, All of those podcasts are out now with new episodes releasing soon. So give them a try and see if you like them. You can go to www.7lamb.com to see all of our podcasts. We actually have some new ones releasing this summer, too. So definitely stay tuned. We got a lot of content coming up. Thanks. Enjoy the next episode of Atlas Avenue Beat. Seven Lamb Productions presents Atlas Avenue Beat Case 2 The Red Letter Part 5 Cutting Room Floor Is Miss Julianne Good in? She's been expecting you. Since when? Since you last talked, she knew you would take her up on her offer. If she wants something, she will usually get it. And she wants me? For this case, yes. Now, are you going to come in? I am. And that makes 12 more questions you owe me. Are we really still doing this? Yes. And now it's eleven. I'm not going to play into your little mind games. Oh? That's fine with me. But while we're being up front, let's just go ahead and lay all the cards on the table. Oh, did you bring a deck? No, and that makes ten more. What are you talking about? Well, now I expect you to lay a whole deck of cards out onto a table. I think it's a figure of speech. No, I believe it's a hard and fast rule. To lay all the cards out on the table? Yes. (laughs) Touché, shall drink. Touche. You are not the only one who can play mind games, Mr. Locke. Now, shall I call for Miss Good? Please. Nine more questions. You'll receive the rest of your questions as soon as I receive 52 cards on a table. Sheldrake smirked and walked off. He was Miss Good's little helper, and for some reason, him and I did not like each other. Being a P.I. had its benefits, but it also caused a person to make plenty of enemies. In just the past few weeks, I'd gained a number of them. Desmond Grant, Peter O'Reilly, Sheldrake, and Arthur. Even though Arthur tried to be besties with me, but he was an asshole. Oh, and Barry, fuck that fucking piece of shit. Miss Good will see you in her room. Her room? This way. Sheldrake led me up the staircase. We entered the master bedroom on the left. The room was three times the size of my apartment. Famous actress Julianne Good sat at her vanity, applying makeup and powdering her nose. Mr. Locke. Mr. Locke, darling. It's nice to see you again. So, you have decided to take me up on my offer? I, uh... Julianne rushed over to me and gave me a gentle hug. She kissed both cheeks. Face cheeks, not butt cheeks. I'm so very happy. Well... I was disappointed that you didn't decide sooner. But what can I say? It's been less than a week. But longer than the song One Week. 
I just needed some time. If you wish for me to stay here during the duration of the case, then I will do that. And what made you finally decide this? Spur of the moment. Decided over a cup of coffee. Don't you mean over a shot of vodka or some drugs, perhaps? Sorry? You're here because you have been a naughty boy, Mr. Locke. Vandalism? Stealing a cop car? Getting a minor drunk? How... how do you know this? Mr. Locke, I am a screen legend. I'm rich. I'm famous. If I want something, I will get it. Isn't that right, Sheldrake? Yes, Miss Good. But how could you possibly... Sheldrake here? He made sure to... keep an eye on you. You had me followed? I had to protect my investment. Investment? You have already been shot once. I'm not your investment, and I haven't agreed to solving your case just yet. And now that I know what kind of people I'll be working for... I'll pay a pretty penny. How pretty? Really pretty. Just shined. You could eat off the copper. Sounds appetizing. Well, don't eat the penny. That's not what I meant. But you could eat off the penny. Yeah, I know. You just said that. Let's just say that this pretty penny, if a person, would be the bell of the ball. Ring, ring, Mr. Locke. Not that kind of bell, Sheldrake. What else would accompany this pretty penny? A handsome reward. Hmm. A pretty penny and a handsome reward. Tempting. But as you must likely know, I don't need the money. The last case I took on rewarded me with a large sum. I have so much money now that I'm thinking about buying a new couch. Like a $200 one. $200? I don't think I've ever spent less than two grand on a piece of furniture. Well, I, I may spring for a $300 one. Mr. Locke, I can offer more than money and safety from the authorities. What's that? Andrew Gardman. Andrew Fedora, and Andrew Foggle. What? Those names ring a bell, don't they? Ring, ring, Mr. Locke. Stop that, Sheldrake. The names she had just spouted were all aliases for one man. A man that was involved in the last case involving Desmond Grant and the O'Reilly family. This Andrew Foggle, or whatever, was able to spring Grant from prison and helped, if my assumption is correct, kill billionaire Jeffrey O'Reilly. Both Grant and Andrew had escaped, but... If she had some information on Andrew, then then it could possibly lead me to Grant. I rubbed my chest, my scar. I had some unfinished business with Mr. Desmond Grant. Well, Mr. Locke? How? How'd you know? I did my research. I have information for you, just waiting. All I need is for you to say yes. Yes to staying here. Yes to solving my case. And if I can't solve it? If you give it everything you can, the time it deserves, and nothing comes of it, fine. But I want your word that you will try your very best to find out who sent me this letter. I stood there a moment and pondered. Then the information I have on this Andrew fella is all yours. How do I know this information you have can help me? You have the same assurance on this as I do on you finding out where my letter came from. Okay. You have yourself a deal, Miss Good. Please. Julianne. I long to meet Desmond Grant again. One day I would. If this information was actually helpful, then the day would come sooner than expected. Julianne and I shook hands. She once again lightly hugged me and kissed my cheeks. This time it was my butt cheeks, which was kind of weird. Ooh, firm. Now, James, may I call you that? I nodded. What? Huh? 
You nodded. Oh, did I say that out loud? I meant to narrate that. Oh, no, I heard it. Me too. Sorry, that's embarrassing. We stood staring at each other a moment. You didn't hear that, did you? Hear what? Oh, were you narrating again? Yes. Didn't hear a thing. Oh, good. It's back. So, may I call you James? She asked if she could call me James. I nodded. This time, actually nodded without saying it out loud. Now, Julianne, should we get started? I'd really like to get as much information about this letter and your past relationship with Brennan Camp as possible. As much as I would love to get started, I have a prior engagement to attend to. A shooting. But perhaps you would like to accompany me on the set. I could do that. I could start taking notes at the studio. Talk to some of the people Julianne works with. Fantastic. I'm just about ready. Let me just bleach my butthole and I'll be good to go. We're not going to a porn shoot, are we? No. I just like to have a pure white butthole whenever possible. Who doesn't? Ugh, Sheldrake. I know that was a question, but I don't think I'm going to count that one. That was just... Just... You know what? You still owe me nine questions. I'm not counting an upbeat bleached butthole one. We have arrived. We had arrived at the Emerald Bay Studio, Lot 4B. This new studio was built only a year ago to accompany the slowly emerging presence of the film industry in Kenneth Heights. Sheldrake got out of the driver's seat and opened the door for me and Julianne. Julianne and I. No, Julianne and me. Myself. We got out of the car. signing my right ball. Not now, darlings. Perhaps after my shoot. We pushed past some eager fans and went into the studio. The security guard didn't even turn his head as we entered, like we were royalty. This, my dear James, is where the magic is made. People were rushing all over, setting up lights, testing sound equipment, reading lines. BC, Benny, baby, your star has arrived. There she is. Honey, we were waiting. Quiet! Quiet on set! I need to talk to my star. Honey, you look ravishing, as always. James, this is the famous B.C. Baxter, director of Words and Talk. Under my thumb is a needle, and big girls cry a lot. He also produced the big blockbusters, Don't Underestimate My Dog, Why Not Flowers, and Rock Hard Substance. I also just directed the stage play Jamie's Friend. Rutger Hauer is the titular star. Maybe you saw it on Atlas. I heard about it. Do yourself a favour and see it. Seriously, don't be an asshole and treat yourself to some fine art. All this man does is turn out fine art. I do. I really do. In fact, the best way to get on my good side is to understand that I am better than you. The sooner you realise that, the better. You do realise that, James. Right? What? You do realize that B.C. Baxter is better than you. 
I, uh... Of course he does. He would be an idiot not to understand that. I turn out multi-million dollar pictures every year. I write award-worthy scripts and direct the most famous actors this world has ever seen. What do you do, James? I'm... I'm a private investigator. Shut up! You are. I am. This could be perfect for the film. Oh? The scene we are shooting today features our starlet here. But we also have a small scene featuring a detective. It has been hell trying to find the right fit for the part. I thought you settled on an unknown. Oh, we did. But he was butchering the lines. Had to fire him. Did it this morning. I need perfection. I need raw talent. And maybe you could provide that, James. I even like your suit. It's cheap as fuck. But it works. I'm not an actor. I'm just here helping Miss Good. Okay, shut up. I'm not listening to what you say. Just nod your head and I will put you in this film. I, I don't want to be in this movie. First off, it's film. We don't say movie. That word is so disgusting. It's a subhuman word that ruins the very essence of the moving picture. And I don't think you're hearing me, James. I'm giving you the chance to improve your life by being in this film. I'm not an actor. Just nod your head. But... Okay, I don't know what's going on here. I'm giving you the chance of a lifetime, and you're spitting in my face. You're treating me like a rotten piece of shit. Don't blow this, James. No, Julianne, I'm not an actor. I don't want to be in this film. Please, James, don't be disrespectful. I don't get it. Is he deaf or something? Do I need to sign in front of your freaking face? I just don't think he understands, Benny Baby. Oh, so he's stupid. Maybe if I speak slower. James, would you like to be in my film? It'll be fun. Really? Maybe if I distract him with a cat toy. You want something squeaky, James? Oh, that could work. No, Jesus, fine, I'm in. What do I have to do? Great, nothing, just be yourself. You have three lines, so there's no way you can screw this up. Makeup! I need makeup! A young woman rushed over and pulled me aside. She set me in a chair, turned on a mirror full of lights and started powdering my face. Here we go. Another man came up and handed me a script. Here you go. The highlighted lines are yours. You have three lines. Hello? Is there a problem here? And what are you doing? Doesn't seem too hard. It's my script, so don't butcher it. Okay, Jesus. Are we ready for Christ's sake? Time management people. Done, done, go! I rushed to the set, which was three-fourths of what looked to be a dingy apartment. Here's the scene, James. When I say action, you are going to knock on the door. Miss Margaret here will answer and you will say your first line. Then we'll go from there. Got it? Sure. Good. Let's go. Okay. And... Action! Yes? Hello. Whoa! Cut, 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 cut. What's wrong? Hello? Yeah, the script says hello. I know what the script says. I'm directing this film. I know what I'm doing. Do you? You obviously have never worked on a live set before. I haven't. But hello? Say it with some... Mm. Don't just spew out the line like it's nothing. 
Be the character. Be the detective. Uh, okay. <sighs> Let's try it again. We reset our positions. Okay. Action! Yes? Hello? Jesus Christ! Cut! What? What? Are you an idiot? That's horrible! Hello? You do speak English, don't you? I said hello. Yeah, I get that. But I'm going to need you to be the character. Act! Act? You said be myself. Well, yourself certainly isn't working. So, act. Can we try that? Is that so much to ask for? All I say is hello. Yes, and right now, you are saying the line horribly. Please, just be better. Now, let's reset. Yes? Hello? Fuck! What are you doing to me? Are you trying to ruin this film? Do you freaking hate me? James, please. All I'm saying is hello. How can I be doing that wrong? I don't fucking know. But if you're trying to ruin me... I'm not an actor. You picked me for this part. I didn't want to do it. Well, I thought I'd found a person capable of saying one of the simplest words in the English language. Seriously? Can we just go again? Fine. Yes? Hello? Here's the thing. James, baby, you are sucking ass right now. I need you to read the line. How'd you say? Um, better. Just act better. I mean, shit, just be better at this. What you're doing right now, it's bad. It's so fucking bad. You are being like the worst person right now. Just be a better one. Please, I'm begging you. I mean, you've said hello before, right? Of course. I don't want to fire you. I don't want it to come to that. I couldn't care less. You can fire me if you want. But I don't want to. We have an actual detective on the set playing a detective. Well, private investigator. If you could just read the line, like a human being, that would be great. I don't know what you want from me. I just want you to be better than you are right now. Just a better version of the shit version you are giving me. I don't know what that means. Oh, it's like I'm talking to a wall. A really stupid wall. Oh, I can't work like this. I need competent people. Let me try, Benny Baby. Do what you can. But the guy's a stupid wall. James, darling, I think the problem is that you aren't feeling your character. You're a detective. You've just been given a tip to explore this apartment. You feel that Miss Margaret here is a liar, and now you're going to confront her. All I've said is hello. Feel the hello. How would the character say hello? Let me put it this way. When you come onto this set and say hello... I want to kill myself, because I hate the way you spout the line. It's like you're some lost little baby who can barely form sentences, because not only are you a baby, but you are a stupid, dumbass baby. I don't have to take this. I'm doing you a favor. <laughs> Please. If we roll back the tape, 
we will see that you are doing me no favors. Now, let's try this one more time. And please, for the love of all things holy, say the line like you're not a retarded robot. That's offensive. I have nothing against robots. Not what I meant. Let's just go. Action! Yes? Hello? Ah! Cut! It sucks! God damn it! Fuck! I was given one more chance to say the line, but again I failed. I didn't know what I was doing wrong, but B.C. Baxter apparently felt I was off. He fired me and made me sit in a corner as he moved on to Julianne Good's scene. It was fine, though. I didn't want to be in this movie. I wasn't an actor. Now I was able to sit back and observe. Hey, don't worry about it. You're the 11th person they've tried for that part. They even had Michael Keaton in here, and he didn't please Mr. Baxter. But everyone on this set is crazy anyway. Is that so? Oh, it's so. Who are you? Steven. Intern. You're an intern? Yes, but also, my last name is Intern. That's weird. Well, it used to be Montgomery, but Mr. Baxter made me legally change it when I came to the studio. What? That's insane. He can be a bit eccentric, but he's a magician when it comes to making films. He does turn out some fantastic stuff. Yeah, but I meant he does a lot of magic tricks when the cameras aren't rolling. Look, he's pulling a rabbit out of a hat right now. Ugh, that trick's been done to death. I know. That rabbit died four years ago. Sad. Gross. So everyone here is crazy. What do you think of Miss Good? She was a fantastic actress. Was? Her time has come and gone. Really? Why do you say that? She's not as big as she once was. Mr. Baxter knows that. That's why the scene he's filming right now is getting cut. It's getting cut? Yeah. I thought she was the star of the film. No. That's what Mr. Baxter told her. But it isn't true. He told her the most important part is a small cameo role. But that scene will be left on the cutting room floor. He just doesn't have the heart to tell her the truth. She's box office poison. But she had fans outside. (laughs) Hired by Mr. Baxter. She's been done as an actress for years now. Is that so? Is that so? Yep. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to go jerk off in the corner because I want to. Wait, what? Bye. That piece of information was interesting. Out of the limelight. If Baxter made up fans, what else could he make up? A letter, perhaps? Atlas Avenue Beat, written by Robert M. Lamb, edited by Sam Ashley, starring Jack Austin as Locke, Amy LeRae as Edith, Jose Caraballo as Paul, Brian Messick as Arthur, Gina Coyle as Julianne, Lucas Webley as Sheldrake and Dr. Doctor, and Stacey Patrone as Jane. Co-starring Robert M. Lamb, 
Alexander Dottie, Gareth Thomas, Hope Annis, Dylan Whitehead, Shannon McCarthy, Ricky Laner, Shannon Lee, Seth York, Amber Simpson, Chris Davis, Ashley Cartesano, and Curtis Edwards. Music provided by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com. If you enjoy this podcast, don't forget to rate and review. Also, check out www.7lamb.com for other podcasts such as this one. You can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash 7lampodcasts and on Twitter and Instagram at 7lampodcasts. This has been a Seven Lamb production.